Welcome to the In Defense of Ska podcast. There's a lot of like, okay, well, you like Ska named three bands that aren't the boss tones. I'm your host, Aaron Carnes, music journalist and author of the book In Defense of Ska. And I'm your co-host, Adam Davis, veteran Ska musician from the bands Omnigon and Link 8. On our show, we aim to push back on the mainstream's negative perception of Ska music. There are so many great untold stories throughout the history of Ska. The show features interviews with everyone from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones to Fishbone, Fall Out Boy singer Patrick Stump, and the police drummer Stuart Copeland. Join us on In Defense of Ska from the Consequence Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian, and we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ... How do people get qualified? We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup. Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks. Hey, 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 hey. Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands this year that matter with Brad Steiner and Barry Corner? They will find you, they will grab you by the throat and the heart, and then they will set your soul free. The war and treaty. If anything's going to make me go all religious. They say they'll take you to church. Welcome to this family. Uh, I can't wait to uh, share this moment with you. We said this in, in episodes past. One of the best moments I've ever had of Bonnaroo, the War and Treaty, this tent, Saturday morning, was as good of a feeling I have ever had while simultaneously bawling my eyes out. Yeah, it was one of the great musical events of my life, not just Bonnaroo. Because you felt like you were about to see something. You felt like you were on the precipice of something that's about to explode. Not only was it good for your soul, not only did they grab your heart and 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 pump it full of life and oxygen and blood, but you felt like this is going to be the smallest you've ever seen them. Because it's about to blow yes, up for them. Yes, yes, yes. And you mentioned that talking to them a couple of times. It was just such a great moment unexpected uh the crowd was big but not huge so you everyone was up close and to sit there and watch people in the audience yelling we love you i love you and them and just they probably had no idea who they were by right the way. and then them just sort of standing there absorbing it and then giving it right back um pretty incredible and then they were so nice to to agree to talk to us and god the same thing you could just Feel it. Yeah. And you, the word that they, that I would associate with them is love. Michael and Tanya Trotter, they fell in love in Michigan. They tell the story about how they meet. And now they're doing this music thing because it's therapy for him as an Iraq war vet uh, who's gone through a massive, a massive amount of trauma and is struggling with PTSD. And he wears that on his shoulder and his shirt sleeve. Every single moment of his life, not just when he's on stage, sitting across the bench from him, talking to him, like I was trembling because he was, he lives with it, with it every second of the day. You could look in his eyes. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. And, uh, and you could see the love in her, her eyes and you could see the love back from him to her and just amazing. That, That was, didn't, didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, at all. And I'm so glad to, to share this, and I can't believe that we got them. Congratulations to Barry Corder. What, what a pull on this one. The War and Treaty. This is our chat backstage at Bonnaroo. It's a little tough. Uh, audio gets a little bit tough, but but stick with it because it's worth every second. The War and Treaty on the What Podcast. When Bonnaroo does really things well, when things go really well at Bonnaroo, it's when you find somebody that you don't really know, that you wanted to tinker with, and you wanted to learn about, and then when you walk in there, they blow you away. 
and you guys did that. I have never had that sort of emotional reaction to a that tense show that I've ever had like that before. That was unbelievable. Yeah, so you guys, you guys have something pretty special, and I don't know where in the hell that comes from. <laughs> where does that come from? Oh man, um, you know, it comes from love. That's what you can feel. Yeah. That's what we, everyone in that tent. Yeah, wow. yeah. And we've we've worked at it, and not at um the performance, but we've worked at and being in 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 love all the way, and uh, we just celebrated our eighth year of marriage. Wow! Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. And you guys don't look like you should be married for eight years. You're not that old. No, well, we're not, but we feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still smiling oh, at yeah. each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have every reason to smile. Ah, I do. You know, I, you know what I like? Can I ask you about this? Yeah. I've never seen a, a married couple perform that both of you stand behind the keyboards. <laughs> that seems like such a simple thing. Is, I, is it more, it's not just technical, is it? Y'all like being close to each other, don't you? Yeah. I love That's what I Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we, we started out, you know, performing just like at home or with Michael on the keyboard. And I was so used to being beside him. And, he, you know, now that we have a band, it's, you know, I'm not conscious that I'm back there and there's this other side of the stage that I can use. Right. You know? I mean, even and sitting then, right here, you guys are touching each other. You're oh, constantly yeah, touching. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, what, what they don't know is I'm just this amazing sex symbol. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I have a, a six-pack yeah. on the side. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You can't see it on the podcast, but it's there. I feel it. It radiates. <laughs> Let me see it. I want to see the six pack. Let's see it. It's family radio. Oh my God. So, and and I hate to hate to talk about something that's not about the the band and the music, but where did you guys meet? How did you guys uh, get to where you are now? Oh, this is like every time I tell the story, yeah. it, it sounds so cheesy. But we met at a love festival. What does that mean? In Maryland, it was a. What, what the, was a that's a, by the way. That sounds like something you drop your keys in when you walk in the door. By the way. No, it was actually. I was. Still, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm originally from Washington D.C. in Maryland, Me the too. Maryland area. Really? Yeah. Hey, yes. Okay. Oh, Go so. Redskins. Yeah, I, I had to pause, but go yes, go, go Caps. Go Caps. Go Caps, baby. Yeah. Well, we, um, we I used to give out backpacks and things for a festival. Yeah. And it was called the Love Fest. And Michael came to perform, mm -hmm. and I saw him across the field, and I was like, oh my God, who is this guy? He was just killing it. He He's was so dreamy. Amazing. Oh, yeah. He's a sex I felt, I mean, I, 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 I felt had the to, same way. I yeah. get it. <laughs> you get it? I get you it. You felt the whole, yeah. Y'all are very, very kind. <laughs> uh, uh, Yo, and that's how we met. But I, felt, awesome. I felt truth radiating from Tanya and love and grace. And uh, when we, we finally met up and just had some real conversation, um, I had just told her some honesty. And uh, my honesty was uh, I, I didn't feel worth anything. I just felt like a complete loser. I mean, I was struggling. I just come out of the military uh, three years prior and still couldn't get on my feet. And um, I told her the truth. I said, you know, I know I'm supposed to be something in life, but I can't get to it. I can't even get to the doormat. And uh, she just looked me in my eyes and grabbed my hand. And she said, I see more for you than what you're talking about. You know, and uh, and honestly, that really touched my heart in a way nobody else has ever been able to touch it. And I mean, to have somebody as beautiful as Tanya telling me that she see beauty in me, it really helped. And I was able to further let her in on my secret of being a war veteran and 
later on down the line. And, and I was just honest with her. And I think that that's uh, what the audience gets a chance to see is that. Can that I marry honesty. you? Oh, man, of course. <laughs> yeah. This is what I need in my life. This is everything I need in my life. Let's just say for people that are listening on the podcast, they know Brad and I joke around a lot. But when we say we were crying listening, this is why. That's right. This is what... There's, this is what we heard today, right. and this there's, was the show. I there's mean, nothing that I love in music more than vulnerability. Yeah. And showing that vulnerability the way that you guys do is is not something that you see very often. Yeah. And it sounds to me like you exude it every second of the day. Yeah. 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 That's got to be tough. Oh, not really. No? No. We, it's just how you are. Yeah, That's just how you live. I need, I need your secret. Being intentional, it's very intentional. I mean, I, I, I wake up intending to be inspired, you know, by everything, you know, and even, um, it's sad to say, but when you get certain deaths that take place, like uh, one of the greatest chefs ever, you know, one of the greatest um, fashion icons ever, um, when, when their truth happens, it, it, it can either inspire you to say, you know what, I gotta be honest, or it's gonna make you go the other way. And we have intentionally decided to say, you know what, let's just be honest. How you feel this morning? I feel like crap, you know. And when you when you when you have that kind of honesty and when you have that kind of intentionality behind your motives things change yeah. and people are moved and other people start coming forward i had a guy right. who um was walking with me today and uh he touched me on my shoulder and he's a well put together guy good looking gentleman um and he has a great job and he says um, to me you know i i struggle with suicidal thoughts mm-hmm. and i was able to look him in his eyes and say i understand because i do too but what helps me is knowing that I don't go through this alone, yeah. you know, and, and that's what, honestly, that's what makes not just America, but that's what makes being a human being so powerful when you can relate yeah. and connect and be intentional about loving somebody other than yourself, that that changes the game. Yeah. I don't know if y'all did, but it, it, I could feel that in the audience. They heard what you guys were saying when they were yelling back, I love you yeah. and all that. That felt real. That just felt very, very real. Yeah, it was. It was real, and I, we felt it from the stage. And you know, we're intentional about just taking those moments where we can take it in because when you're up there and you're you're giving, you know, as an artist, you're you're putting out. And you didn't have to allow your audience to put in put back into you because they want to. You know, they want you to know that they love you. They want you to know they appreciate you. And it, it always brings both Michael and I to tears. Yeah, I mean, you guys every, got there. Every audience is different. Well, it, you know? it, a lot of stuff ran yeah. through my mind. I mean, I, like I tell Tiny this all the time. Well, one, um, I, I didn't think this would ever happen. Yeah. I mean, and not that we've, we've made it or done anything like yeah. that, but if someone was to tell me back in 2004 when I was sitting in weather that's reminiscent of this out in Iraq that... You're going to be singing at Bonnaroo in 2018, and the people are going to going to going to really take to it. You know, I would say, man. Then you just see what happened to Clay. I'm not going to make it out of here, and that's a real emotion. And that that kind of moral injury kind of happens to you 
Because you're like, you're not the only soldier that had a dream to sing at Bonnaroo. I know a couple who had big dreams who got killed. And that all that happens in three seconds flat. You think about it all, it rushes in your mind. And, and then you pause. And you say, all right, man, get over yourself. Look, these are people of all genders and races and ethnic backgrounds and different countries out there all being together and you're helping to bring bring that together and no one's talking about white and black and hoods and suburbs and ghettos and you know none of that crazy fats skinny you know tall short everyone's loving being human and they're being human to your music there's no greater reward than that. Ain't no greater reward than that. Wow. Amazing. Like I said, one of my, one of the greatest moments of honor I've ever had. It sounds to me like not only are you performing songs that are therapeutic for you that, that you need to get out, but you're also trying to spread a message and you're trying to change lives. I almost take you as, as somebody who is trying to affect every single person that you meet. I hope yes. to. Yeah. We, we both hope to. Yes. And I think we both feel an amazing amount of pain when we see people fight and hate and we see people uh, don't get it, they don't understand, you know. And it's a painful thing. Um, some of the stuff that we as a people went through in the 60s and yeah. forward. But Ty and I, we had opportunity to go to Memphis. Uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And um, I'd never been there. Tanya, you never been there, right? And yeah, we went there once. You went there once. Yeah, well, we were, I didn't even realize we were sta- We were driving right next to the Martin Luther King Hotel where he was really killed at. Hotel. And it didn't hit me until I looked up and I saw the balcony and, and I immediately kicked you in the gut. Oh, yeah. But damn, man. I think where we we go wrong is we stop at that emotion. And we don't go forward and look at all the different people that were there with me. White, black, Chinese, Asian, Indian, you know, all walks of life. There, some were holding each other, holding each other. Some were praying. Some were taking pictures. Wow, something so painful united all of us right there at that moment. From that spot. From that spot, you know, and I think that you know, that's his charge to us all is to you know, do our part, try yeah. to make it better. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could love this more. I mean, I, I love you so much. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to change the subject because this is awesome. But I also, I, I want to give you guys the opportunity because you have a new record coming out. So when's that? When's it coming out and all the well, the record is is called a healing tide. Of course and, it is. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, that's right. You want to you yeah. cover everybody in gravy yeah, and, then, everybody. and then eat it up. Yeah. You're baptizing me in gravy. I'm not an atheist anymore. I'll be honest with you. I'm in. You're not baptizing gravy. Yeah. I didn't know that was part of the deal. Yeah, that's it. That's it. You got to have the gravy on you. That's it. That's how it happened. So we, we um, have that single out, Healing Tide, as well. And uh, the album comes out on August the 10th and we're we're really we kinda... worked with Buddy Miller I just yeah. wondered what how did that I uh, mean um, well, um, we, we in Detroit we did a concert called the Concert of Colors 
with uh, the legendary Don Was from Was Not Was Band and producer for the Rolling Stones. Well, Don um, became very fond of us, and Don then made a phone call to Buddy Miller without us even knowing and told Buddy about us. And Buddy is the kind of guy, you tell Buddy something, and he's going to research it. You know, he's like, well, let me check it out. And he got on YouTube, and he's so funny because he calls us, and we, we become friends, Buddy and Tanya and I. And on his birthday, he gives us a phone call. He's like, guess what I'm doing? And we're like, well, what's that? He was like, I'm just sitting here with Emmy Lou and Harris, and we're watching you guys oh, on Emmy YouTube. Lou. Yeah, Emmy Lou. He's like, oh. She is. Emmy Lou? I'm like, um, probably just went across the street. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, um, well, you know, he, he took us in and, and, and produced our record with some of the greatest musicians um, in Americana. And then... Emmy Lou Harris comes over to the house and brings his homemade brownies. Yeah, they're in the same And then sings on our Come record. On. Yeah. You Come can't on. you can't write that now. stuff, man. And he uh, Emmy Lou Harris not, making me brownies. Get out. I'm not at all surprised because I'm sure she felt exactly what we felt, right? Well, I mean right. we felt yeah. a lot. And I will say this about those two. Buddy uh he took me in particular under his wing as a producer. And he told me and Tanya a secret to his success. And I took it, we both did, we took it to heart. He said, Michael and Tanya, if you wanna know what I'm about, it's one word, collaboration. He said, that's how you, you live forever. And we hugged and we watched Buddy collaborate with many folk and then and Lou Harris, this legend, this giant, she comes over to the house and she says, Buddy and Julie, his wife, she tells me in time, she said, these two are my church. Mm-hmm. They're my, my pastors. She says, I get my guidance from them. It just shows you what kind of relationship they are. Sure. What kind of people, right. person, but you know, right. Buddy and Julie are just, and, and Emmy, just beautiful people. You know, you just want to be Outside of their talent, you want to align your humanity up with theirs, yeah. you know, and become a better human being. And that's... Yeah, but at any point when you started all this, did you ever think you'd say the words, Amy Lou Harris came over to the house the other day? No, <laughs> not, absolutely no, not. It made you uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it started at Americana Fest. Um, Buddy got, got sick, and um, the Americana Fe- um, Association... And our management worked it out to where we would take Buddy's spot um, during the Maricana Fest. And then we got a phone call maybe an hour before our set that um, we would get placed in the in the middle of the Lumineers and drive-by truckers. So it was <laughs> a little... No pressure. Yeah. Yeah, good spot. Yeah. No and then they said, and then um, the person... That, Someone wants to bring us out and introduce us to the Americana crowd. Okay. And it was Emmy Lou Harris. Oh, wow. And wow. we were just standing there, and she walks right in between us, and she puts her arms around us, and she goes, You ready? She said, And she just rubs us and says, Let's do this. And um, we, we, we burst into tears right yeah. there. Yeah. Felt like a mother hen just saying, It's time. Yeah. Go big. Go yeah. you. Yeah. yeah.
That's well, awesome. well what, what you put on stage and what you give as human beings out to other human beings is uh, infectious. It makes me want to be a better person. You guys are, you know, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, you're the Johnny and June of our generation. So, yeah, I love you. I couldn't love you more. This this was a, a real, real moment in Bonnaroo history. So, congratulations, guys. Thank yeah. y'all for so taking much. your time to even talk to us. No. We'll it's never talk even, to you again. Do you understand that? That's how big you guys are going to be. We're never right. talking to you oh, again. No, no. No, 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 no. no. So we, remember, we got gravy to drink. <laughs> My dude. My dude. Hey, 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 hey. How y'all feeling? Journey through the stories that define the artists playing Bonnaroo. Who are they? What are they? What will you see? The what? Which bands? This year? That matter. Yay. With Brad Steiner and Barry Corner.